Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing Seer Activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the Seer Activation Challenge at tinyurl.com slash seeractivation tinyurl.com slash seeractivation. You can also opt to get these three books, Seer Dimensions. You can get Power Seers. This just came out. Keys to Upgrading Your Prophetic Vision. And you can get Seer Activations with 101 Seer Activations and a whole lot more teaching. I want to challenge you to see what you've never seen before. God wants you to be able to see in the Spirit. Open your eyes to the Seer Dimensions in Jesus' name. I'm coming to you today to do a little bit of exposing because we see in the Bible false prophets and we're seeing false prophets rise, but we're also seeing false apostles rise. So I spent uh, Saturday, a good part of Saturday at my school, the prophetic really drilling into the false prophets. But today on this broadcast, we're going to dive into three signs of a false apostle. Okay, three signs of a false apostle. You can go back and find other videos on YouTube of me talking about false prophets, but we're going to talk today about false apostles. 
I believe in the end times, you're going to see more and more and more false apostles. Now, let me just caveat this. Uh, let me just say this very clearly. A false apostle is not one who just isn't really an apostle and just calls themselves an apostle. That's not a real apostle, but it's not false. False denotes a measure of deception, an intention to deceive. And so we want to sort of be very careful with these sorts of accusations. You understand? We don't want to willy-nilly point fingers and say that's a false apostle. But there are biblical signs, scriptural revelations about false apostles. And I'm going to give you just a few of them today. We're not going to do an exhaustive study today. I'm going to give you enough to think about it. We don't want to go on a witch hunt. This is not my goal. I believe in apostolic ministry with every fiber of my being. There are real life apostles out there. Okay. They are real. They are doing the work of an apostle, have the grace, the anointing to build, to raise up spiritual children, to walk in the miraculous. There are many types of apostles, a whole nother lesson. Actually, I'm going to be speaking and teaching on that in my school of the apostles, which is going to begin in March. But for now, we're going to focus on false apostles. So back in the 90s, if you've been around for any length of time in the body of Christ, you will know that in the 1990s is when God began in a major way to restore the apostolic ministry, to restore the ministry of the apostle. That's not to say there were not apostles uh, throughout the ages. Uh, we seem to have had a, a restoration of first uh, the teachers and, and then the prophets and then the apostles. So God has really focused on restoring this gift, and that began in the 1990s. Uh, the apostles began to rise in the church. Uh, of course, the rise of true ministry gifts always leads to the false ones coming behind them. And, and you know, I believe it's important, I'm not big into titles, but I believe it's important if you're a true apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ to take on the title. Why? Because the false ones always take on the title. The false ones always, usually they have two or three titles, you know, Dr. Bishop, Chief, Grand, Puba, Apostle, right? But that's another whole message, right? But the Bible warns of false apostles, and I've certainly seen my fair share of them, and more so in recent years, what I'm seeing is fallen apostles. And not all fallen apostles become false apostles, but many do if they're not restored properly. If they stay in that fallen state, if they're not restored uh, in a spirit of gentleness uh, with uh, strong leaders around them to hold them accountable, yes, they could go into false prophet or say false apostlehood. But that's not what we're talking about either. These are all major distinctions. We'll do more of this in my school of the apostles, which you can find at school of the spirit. TV. So I decided to study this out. We'll talk more about it. Uh, but yes, there are modern day apostles. And I want to give you the scriptural reference for this because I like to read the Bible. Amen. Ephesians 4 verse 11 through 14 makes the case for modern day apostles. Jesus, when he ascended on high, the Bible says he gave in Ephesians 4 11, he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping or the catartismo in Greek of the saints for the work of the ministry to the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come to the unity of faith. And then here it says, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Uh, 
uh, by the trickery of men and by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. Now, this is very, very, very uh, almost ironic to me that the fivefold is called to equip the saints so that they will not be deceived. But yet at the same time, we see false apostles, we see false prophets, we see false uh, pastors. They're called hirelings. They're the ones that run away as soon as there's trouble. They don't care about the sheep. They care about the title and the paycheck. We see false teachers. Now, I've not yet seen a false evangelist per se, um, but I have seen evangelists doing false signs and wonders, so maybe that qualifies. The reality is that we do see a rise of the false, and it is ironic because the fivefold is to equip you with the grace, the impartation of the apostle, the grace of the prophet, the grace of the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, so that you can do the work of the ministry, that you'll be fully equipped and so that you will not be deceived. Yet false prophets and false apostles, false teachers rising. Now, nowhere in scripture does it say that there's ever going to be a cessation of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. You know, if you've been in the apostolic, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, very much accepted. Apostles and prophets, still not mainstream in the body of Christ. The restoration is not complete. But nowhere do we see that Jesus stopped giving these apostles and prophets, right? So I'm not offering, um, you know, when I get into these signs here, I'm not offering a complete exhaustive list. I'm just going to give you three, and that's enough to chew on. Uh, and, and again, I don't want you to start uh, a witch hunt. The Bible has a lot to say about false, false apostles, and uh, we don't need to insert our opinion, okay? Nobody really wants, like, I don't care for your opinion. I care to hear the word of God. If you want to give me the word of God, the prophetic word of God, what God is showing you via discernment, I'm all for it. But I don't want to hear your opinion about who over here in social media land is a false apostle. Show me scripture. Show me fruit. Okay, no opinions. We've got to get the opinions out of the apostolic and prophetic. We can have the wisdom of God on the thing, but we've got to stop throwing out our opinions on social media to the point that, you know, people are confused about what the word even says, because let's face it, a lot of people don't even read the word. A lot of Christians don't even read the word. Now, number one, you have to understand also, because I'm, I'm looking here through Second Corinthians uh, 11, just because someone, listen, just because someone has poor character doesn't make them a false apostle. But false apostles do have poor character, okay? Number one, false apostles boast about themselves. They're braggarts. Listen, Paul longed to impart spiritual gifts to his children, to his spiritual sons and daughters, that they may be established they could do what God's called them to do. That's Romans 11. I'm sorry, Romans 1 verse 11. False apostles really try to puff themselves up and, and they're always talking about miracles and, you know, and miracles are good and building is good and your movement is good and I'm all for that. And yes, we have to cast a vision, but there's a, a difference in the spirit behind one who is casting vision out of a pure heart and one who is puffing themselves up and bragging and trying to exalt themselves above their peers and their brethren. These are two different spirits. Of course, we have to talk about what we're doing. It's the spirit behind which we talk about it that is of a concern. Paul wrote this, listen. 2 Corinthians 11, verses 12 and 13. Paul wrote this, and I will continue doing what I am doing that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be found equal to us in what they boast about. For such are false apostles. So we see that false apostles are braggarts. 
They're always bragging. They're always boasting. And it's the spirit. This is why, beloved, you must discern the spirit behind a thing. Someone can be saying, especially on social media, would you please discern the spirit? You're saying like, amen, and you don't know that you're adding fuel to a fire that they're lighting under someone that they're trying to burn alive. You must discern. Something can be truth and not have the spirit of truth behind it. You understand? Something can be truthful, but not uh, not have the spirit of truth behind. I can say something that's true, but if I say it to hurt you, then my motive is not right. You understand? God is all about motives, and he sees the heart. Proverbs 27, verse 2 says, Let another man praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. Now, it's absolutely legitimate to offer stories and testimonies of the power of God and to have videos showing people that got, you know, their eyes opened, they were blind, and now they can see and reporting that there's miracles in your church. I, that, that's awesome. We need that. That inspires faith in people. So don't get me wrong, but there's a difference between doing that and bragging. False apostles are more interested in puffed up power stories that exalt themselves rather than glorifying Christ and building your faith in him. They want your faith to be built in them. They want to be a God to you. They want to uh, to put you under their thumb and control you, honestly. It can, t- it can be a fine line, but the fine line's there. Number two, false apostles are merchandisers. So are false prophets. This is a commonality of these gifts. When Paul was speaking about, uh, what, what, what was Paul speaking about here in, in 2 Corinthians 11 verse 12? Look, what, 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 what was he going to continue to do in order to cut off opportunity from the false apostles who wanted equal status with Paul and his true apostolic company? What was it he was doing? What was he talking about in the verse I just read? He, listen, Paul was preaching the gospel free of charge. Wow. He was preaching the gospel free of charge. Now, please don't take me wrong. We need to give honorariums to people who are traveling in the ministry. We need to show honor to whom honor is due. Technology. If I told you how much my technology bill was for my ministry, I just received an email from my tech guy. I mean, it was nearly $10,000. This is crazy because servers cost money. And for whatever reason, Cisco and Microsoft don't want to just give me free stuff. And for whatever reason, my web guy, you know, he doesn't want to work for free. And so I understand that ministry costs money, but there is a difference between someone who is generating income for the sake of the gospel to further propagate the work of the evangelist or someone who is just buying, you know, Gucci belts. And I'm, again, I'm not against Gucci belts or Gucci shoes, but when someone is more concerned with what they're wearing than casting on you the grace and preaching the gospel to you and helping, when it's all, when it's all about the money, then it's all about the money. When it's, listen, when it's all about the money, it has stopped being about Jesus. Jesus said, uh, or the Bible says the love of money is a root of all evil. And so false apostles, they, love money. Look, I like having money. I was very poor once. Now I'm debt free. I earned all of my money in the business world before going into full-time ministry. I have no debt. The fastest way to create wealth is debt. But because I'm debt free, I don't have to play these dumb games that these others on the internet play with a this and a that every month. And it's just an absolute fleecing of the sheep. Again, we, we need to charge for webinars. It costs money to run them. Staff wants to eat. They don't want to fast 24-7. They want to pay for baby shoes. and all. So there, there needs to be money. But when you're, listen, when your motive is money, you've missed it. 
I don't even care if you need money. If you need money, you ask the Lord. You pray and ask God. If your motive for ministry is money, beloved, you have missed the mark and you better have enough fear of the Lord to back it on up and pray and get that root, that evil root out of you. Amen. False apostles are merchandisers. There's everything wrong when you begin fleecing the sheeps to line your pockets for personal gain. There's nothing wrong with asking for partners to support your ministry. You know what? We, we, we have to do that. We have to do that. But it's the motive again that matters. Now, I'm going to be teaching extensively on apostles in my School of the Apostles, which starts in March, and that is at schoolofthespirit.tv. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Also about my trip to Israel that you might want to come on with me. Listen, false apostles are deceitful workers. Deceitful workers. False apostles operate in deceit and align with those who operate in deceit. We're starting to see now companies of false apostles. Yes, pay attention, beloved. Just as there are companies of false prophets, there are networks of false apostles. In context of those who brag and merchandise people, Paul wrote this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 13 through 15. For such are false apostles and deceitful workers, disguising themselves, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. You know, the, the, the Bible, uh, Jesus spoke of uh, false prophets who are dressed in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they were ravenous wolves. And the Bible also speaks how Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And here we see that this, that uh, false apostles disguise themselves as, as true apostles. They, they have all the right buzzwords. They say all the right things. They may even know all the right people. But that, my friends, does not validate an apostolic ministry. Somebody say, preach, woman of God. Amen. I pray, and let me say this Greek word deceitful. This Greek word for deceitful in this verse means, well, it means deceitful. <laughs> False apostles are not people who take on a title without a gift. I started talking about this early on. False apostles are not people that take on a title without a gift. They're just an error. They're just, you know, maybe somebody prophesied they were an apostle. Maybe they were a pastor when the apostolic movement came. They just decided they're now an apostle or a bishop or a grand poobah, whatever. You know, if you need more than three titles, you might want to check your humility status there. Uh, I pray uh, here that uh, the false prophets are, listen, false prophets are not people who take on a title without a gift or the calling without the calling or the fruit. They may be sincere and misguided, but that doesn't make them false. False apostles are those who set out to deceive. You got it? And I pray that the Lord would sharpen your discernment. I'm going to pray for that in just a minute. And that the young apostles would arise. If you're a young apostle, listen to me. I want to connect with you. I believe there are young apostles. I think you need grooming. I think you need a mother, a father. I think you need teachers. But there are young apostles. You know, the, the, the disciples who follow Jesus, some of them were 15, 16 years old. By the time they were apostles, they were 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24 years old. And they were apostles. Okay? Does that mean that you've arrived? No. It means there's a calling and a gift and you need to be groomed. Listen, I'm going to tell you more about uh, all this stuff in a minute. How to contact me if you're a young apostle and you're a young prophet. I want to connect with you. Uh, but I want to let you know that the School of the Apostles, I'm going to pray for you in a minute. The School of the Apostles is launching in March. I've never done this before. I used to teach on the apostolic 15 years ago a lot. But I'm, I'm, I'm created this class. If you're an apostolic believer or you're an apostle, you need to get in this class. It's going to be 12 teachings, one every month. 
and we're going to do it on a Friday night. You can watch it online, or you can come to the Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida. Not the Awakening House of Prayer in Atlanta, not the one in California, uh, not the one in Charlotte, not the one in D.C., the one in Fort Lauderdale. That is my home base. That is where, uh, that's my global headquarters, and that's where I teach from. So go to schoolofthespirit.tv and register. Right now, it's an early bird pricing. Go get involved in this. Listen, you want to learn how to move in an apostolic anointing? Go to schoolofthespirit.tv and get your early bird pricing on that. It does cost, but it doesn't cost much. Amen. Your education is vital and you need to get equipped. You need to understand how to move in this grace, what the benefits of it are. Amen. Let's get equipped and let's get educated. Also want to remind you, I actually, this is my first announcement on Facebook. I'm going to Israel 2020. You've got to sign up now if you want to go. There's payment plans in place. This is through a tour company that does the tours for all the big name Israel tour people. Uh, but my tour is different because I am doing a prophetic prayer tour. I'm not going to cram you in a bus and let you see places for 10 minutes, cram you back on a bus. It's so many stops that you can't even enjoy anything. We're going to go pray. We're going to pray where David slayed Goliath. We're going to pray at the Sermon on the Mount site. We're going to pray at the Garden of Gethsemane. There's going to be prophetic unctions. There's going to be prophetic impartations. I'm going to be teaching you, training you, praying with you. I want you to come to Israel with me in 2020. You're going to want to go to tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer. You got it? Go there. If you're not in America, you're if you're in Asia or you're in you're in um, uh, Europe, you're going to want to go with the land only package and just buy your plane ticket. It's a lot cheaper. If you're in America, now there's only so many slots. There's only 50 people that can fit on a bus. So go sign up now if you want to uh, check out everything else we have. I've got the AwakeningMag.com. All these things for you to bless you. Get involved in what helps you now. I'm going to pray, but let me do it before, before we close in prayer. If you're a young apostle or you're a young prophet, I want you to connect with me. I want you to send me an email at info at jenniferleclair.org and say, you know what? I need a mother. I need a mentor. And I want to hear from you. I can't mentor everybody, but I can mentor some people. All right. Info at jenniferleclair.org. It seems like there's something else I'm supposed to be telling you. And I can't seem to remember what it is, but We'll be back with another Facebook Live later, and I will pray you out now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you give us discernment that we would understand and know the truth and the false. Lord, help us not to uh, sit under a false anointing, whether it's a false apostle, a false prophet, a false teacher, a false pastor. Lord, we want the truth. We are lovers of the truth. Help us, Lord, not to be deceived, but to walk in the spirit of truth with the shoes of peace with our shield of faith risen high in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, I'll be back with you soon. I'm back from Asia. I'm back from Europe, heading to Europe again, but I'm going to be back with you a lot in Jesus' name. I'll see you soon. Bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the company of Sears, the Lighthouses, the company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. 
If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.